Welcome back to the Boostly podcast. This is the podcast that gives you, the listener, the tools, the tactics, the training, and most importantly, the confidence so you can go out there and get yourselves direct bookings. We do a mini series on this Boostly podcast called the Spotlight Series. This is where we want to bring your attention as a host or hospitality owner out there where you can find out about businesses, services, and things that can really help push your hospitality business forward. And today, I'm going to shine the Boostly spotlight on somebody that I'm really excited to have on the show. We've got Jeff Brown, who is the founder of IntelliHost. This is a fantastic tool and software that you can use within your business, and this is going to help you. I'm not going to give you any more lead-in than that. I'm going to let Jeff take over at this stage and uh, tell us a bit about his business. So, Jeff, welcome along. Thanks so much. I'm really excited to be here and I'm excited to, to speak on the Boosted podcast. It's kind of a, a starstruck moment for me. I've uh, listened to you guys for a while. I'm really excited to, to be here. So yeah, I started my vacation rental business back in like 2016, 2017. Uh, we raised capital to actually buy vacation rentals. And uh, we, we bought, you know, several in, in Florida and Pennsylvania. Uh, and we built IntelliHost. It wasn't called IntelliHost at the time, but it was um, it was just an internal tool, a technology that we that we built to help us collect data from Airbnb and be able to analyze it a little better. And um, anyways, that that uh, fast forward like a year from now, you know, or year year back, and uh, it turned into IntelliHost. It's something a product now that we sell and provide to other people. It's it's been a game changer for our own business, and and excited to be here. It's kind of funny because you know obviously this podcast is all about getting direct bookings. And we're 100% behind that agenda. <laughs> if you can get it, your bookings off of Airbnb, get them, right? But as many know, if you're gonna ha- if you're gonna have to work with Airbnb, you might as well get as much as you can out of them. And that's really what we help people do is is get get as much revenue as they can out of the out of Airbnb, but also from all the OTAs. So awesome! And we're going to be diving into a little bit more about how you do that. What what I love about this is that you, you guys are quite a, a relatively new new business aren't you but you're already getting mentioned in so many of the online hospitality groups i constantly see your your company mentioned and the cool thing is that we we were just talking before we went live about alex harmozy talking about word of mouth is one of the most powerful marketing tools and there's so many people talking about this so if this is the first time you've heard of intellihost then you you need to tune in as to to what we're going to be covering in the next sort of uh, 20 minutes so Jeff, before we dive into what it does, can you just give me a little bit more about your your background and just about your history and uh, and that side of things? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I started in corporate America. I actually started my first job was at corporate headquarters in Target uh, in Minneapolis, and so I got I really started to dig into analytics. Got my got a strong background in data and analysis, and uh, eventually worked into smaller and smaller companies until I found a startup that did e commerce analytics. For companies on Amazon, and uh, I was employee like three of that company, and worked up to kind of manage uh, a large part of that company, and eventually exited. And um, since then, you know, I started my own vacation rental business. I uh, was always passionate about real estate, always wanted to get into real estate, and so we decided. To, my partners and I created a vacation rental business that focused on like design and uh, unique themes. We we created some like theme park homes and. Orlando with fog machines and murals and crazy stuff. And that was really fun and exciting. And being the data nerd that I am, created some tools to help us optimize those listings. And uh, that's that's where IntelliHost ended up being being born. But that's really my background. It came from data analysis, data science, and eventually uh, was applied to real estate and short-term rentals. So 
I love that's how it comes out. How the you know the experience there applies to to the new business now, which is amazing. So whereabouts in the world are you at the moment? Because I know there's going to be people. We've got listeners in the UK. We've got listeners in the US. But whereabouts in the world are you? We're actually located in Utah, which is people always scratch their heads when they're like, "You bought properties in Florida." How does <laughs> yeah, that work? That's a distance. That's a distance. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it comes back to the numbers, right? Like, if you really want to, if you're going to make this a business, it's all about getting the most profit you can out of your investment. And when we ran the numbers, Florida at the time was the best place to invest, and so uh, we found our specific markets, niched niched down in what we were focusing on, and that's why we we bought properties thousands of miles away. Nice, nice. And talking about the numbers. Talk to me more about the services that you guys provide for for hosts. So, you know, in in the most, uh, I'm I'm a, I'm a bit of a dummy. So, just explain exactly how you guys can help me as a as a host and for the people listening. Yeah. So, to put it shortly, we help you get more revenue on Airbnb and other OTAs. And the way we do that is we help you understand your booking funnel. Uh, for those of you that aren't, and I don't know if you're familiar with the, a funnel or a sales funnel. A funnel is the process of attracting eyeballs to whatever you're selling and then converting as many of those eyeballs as you can into actual sales. And it, it comes down to optimizing steps. And, and what I mean by that is every guest takes four steps in order to book your property on Airbnb. And they start with search, right? They, and 90% of all bookings come from a direct search. They go to, they go to their URL and they type in Airbnb.com. That means that 90% of bookings aren't starting with Google searches. And so that's a huge, huge search engine right within Airbnb that you have to appear. So then they, they, they search their guest count, their dates, and their location, right? And everyone that comes in that search result just got what's called an impression. So that's the top of the funnel. It's getting in search, getting those eyeballs. And we teach people how to get more impressions and then go to the next step, which is getting on first page. Now, Airbnb tracks all of these different metrics individually, but they're very difficult to extract, especially in the format that they're in, in Airbnb. It's very difficult to get to the, the actual numbers. And so we go in and collect all this data for our customers every day and surface it in a dashboard so that they can see their funnel, their booking funnel in a really easy to visualize way. So once you've gotten in search, we measure how many times you're getting on first page, then we measure how how many times you're going from first page to click and then from click to booking. And those are the four steps. So once you know how well you're performing on each of those four steps, it's about comparing that to your competition. And we, we do that for you as well. And we show you where each, your competition lands on each of those four steps. And then you can understand where you're falling behind, where you're losing more customers than your competition. And if you're, for example, if you're not going from impression to first page impression, well, it's because Airbnb's algorithm is, is kind of suppressing you or you're not being rewarded in their algorithm as much. Or if you're not getting as many clicks, but you're getting tons of eyeballs on first page, that's really important because it means that your cover photo isn't good enough to get clicked on or your reviews aren't good enough to get clicked on or your pricing's not good enough to get clicked on. So it's really, it kind of boils it down to the specific metrics you need to focus on to get more revenue on your property. I love how easy that is to to understand, you know, like literally it just makes sense. And especially about the sales funnel and the steps that we're looking to take. And a lot of people would say, well, hang on, why, why is Boostly talking about this when it comes down to Airbnb? And, and I'll just tell a quick story of somebody I was talking to earlier on today who has never put their listing on Airbnb or on an OTA. And they, they are getting bookings, which first of all is, is amazing to, to see. 
But my advice to them, quite controversially for for Boostly, was put yourself on Airbnb. And they said, well, well, why? You know, we, we're talking direct bookings. I said, yeah, but exactly that reason you said that it's a search funnel. It's getting your business in front of as many people as possible, and that ultimately you can then use these OTAs to work for you instead of you working for them. And that's exactly what you're doing there with the data is getting your listing to be seen in front of as many people as possible. And then of course, from a marketing point of view for, from Boostly, if there are hints about what your brand is called, if there's stuff which is suggesting for them that they can come and find you or that you're yeah. a brand that exists outside of that particular OTA, well, that's cool because they might be able yeah. to come and find you. Ultimately, if you've got more people seeing that, you've got more opportunity for them to to do that search yeah. well. So that's really cool. I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, our, our business, um, our vacational business, we've got like almost 20, 30% right now in direct bookings. And we always push for that. But, you know, A, booking is better than no booking, first of all. And number two, the first booking you can get from anywhere. It's the second booking that should be direct, right? You should get that person into your property and then you should be hit, you should be showing them your brand. You should be giving them discounts for booking direct. You should be doing whatever you can to bring them in. So it's a really, think of Airbnb as a lead generator for your direct bookings because the more bookings you get, the more likelihood you have of converting them next time to be a direct booking. Definitely, definitely. And when it comes down to this as a host, what, how much effort do I need to put in? What do I need to do to, to make IntelliHost work for me? Yeah, so we have you go and you create a free account, and then you just invite us as a co-host. So once you create a free account, we give you an email, and you just invite that email to the property as a co-host. You go into your listing settings and add that, um, and that's it. We go in, we collect your data on a daily basis, and report it to you on on dashboard. So it's pretty quick. I mean, it should take less than two minutes if you know if you're if if Airbnb is not a new thing to you. Nice. And of course, your guests as a host don't necessarily know this is happening. They don't know that information is being tracked, but that information is already being collated somewhere. It's just hard to see and hard to understand at the moment, isn't it? So ultimately, yeah. we don't have to worry as hosts that this is going to affect our guests in any way, shape or form, which is cool. No, I mean, in some some are worried that yeah, it will show up because now Airbnb is now starting to show co-hosts in the uh, the settings. Like if you look at the um, the host profile. But if you add us as a calendar access, that's all the only access we need. It's the lowest level of access on Airbnb. And if you do that, we don't show up on the front end either. So it's not like even your competitors will know that you're using IntelliHost if you don't want them to know. Ah, that's a really cool thing to know, actually, isn't it? Because again, you don't want your, you, you don't necessarily want your, your competitors to know all your all your tricks and stuff. If you're struggling on how to get direct bookings and overwhelmed on where to start, then I recommend you go and book in a call with Boostly and our team right now. We can walk you through exactly what we're offering, how we can help you and give you a portfolio of websites that we have worked with that are matching not only your niche, but could be in your location as well. Boostly has helped over 2,000 hospitality businesses all over the world increase their direct bookings. And if you are interested, then all you need to do is go to Boostly, B-O-O-S-T-L-Y.co.uk forward slash call and book in an appointment with one of our sales team. How do you guys differ from some of the tools that are out there without naming names? How do you guys differ from your competitors? Yeah, so um, I think it's important to understand one of the biggest questions we always get is like, how are you different than Price Labs? Well, first of all, like Price Labs is a completely um, complementary service. We don't compete with Price Labs whatsoever. Price Labs is a pricing algorithm. They automatically price your listing dynamically. What we're showing you is traffic data. 
and it's just showing you how well you're performing in traffic on the on the OTA. I should say specifically to Airbnb. The other question I always get is, well, if it's is it just Airbnb data or do you do you pull all of the the data? Which I hope that's not a caveat, but we only pull Airbnb data. But you have to understand, like if your listing is the same on Airbnb that it is on Verbo and every other Booking.com, you're gonna you're gonna improve the performance on all the OTAs by improving your performance on Airbnb. It's the same four steps that every guest takes. So just covering that. But to to answer your other question, how are we different than the other services? So we're not we're not a pricing algorithm, right? We don't we don't even step into that space. We're helping you get more traffic. Now there are a couple of other companies that help you kind of see your traffic on Airbnb, and they generally focus on rank. And what they do is they actually just scrape Airbnb's search page, and they go to the page, they search your location, and they try to tell you what location or what ranking you are in their um, algorithm. It's it's a tricky metric though, I think, to to measure because search is so dynamic, right? It depends on what people are filtering for. It depends on Airbnb and how they're using your cookies to actually surface different properties, right? Like what a, what a machine or an algorithm goes and collects is going to be very different than what's happening at the customer level. And so that's why we go in to the back end to Airbnb's actual performance metrics and pull what's coming out of the horse's mouth, which tells you exactly how many clicks, impressions, and everything that you're getting. So that's it's 100% accurate. And the other thing is you're getting all four steps of the booking funnel. You're not, you know, ranking is is the second step of four steps for the entire booking funnel um, where we we show we show you all four. Nice. And I love what you're saying there as well about the the caveat that you mentioned about the, the data and where it comes from. I mean, ultimately, you can apply that pattern to any of the OTAs. You don't necessarily need the data from everywhere, but it's applying it to those those other ones, isn't it? And this is where there's a mentor of mine which used to used to say, what gets measured gets mastered. And mm-hmm. just by measuring in one place, gives you enough data to kind of make some really good data-led decisions within your short-term rental business. So um, yeah, that's, that's very good. So you've got these four kind of main metrics for hosts out there who then go, okay, so once I've got those metrics, would you let me know what to do? Do you guys let them host know what to do? And if so, is without selling the secret sauce, is there any kind of tips that you can share with us? Yeah, yeah, no, happy to share. So the, the product is broken down into kind of three major steps. And the first thing we do is show you your funnel and show you where you're falling behind. And we just mark it in red. If you're, you know, it's follow the red. If it's red, click on it. And then it gives you recommendations. It says, okay, here are the five to 10 things that affect that step. And here's how you're doing on those specific metrics. So for example, first page impressions, right? Um, we found that the, one of the biggest drivers of first page impressions, it comes down to uh, reviews, pricing, and well, the big ones are reviews and pricing, and then it kind of breaks down into some smaller elements like um, your wish list additions, uh, your number of photos, things like that. So we show you each of those types of things in the in the recommendations tab, and we show you kind of how to which ones you're falling behind on or which ones you need to work on. And so once you have an idea or a list of things to change, then you make those changes, and we automatically pick those changes up. So when you, you make a change today, for example, let's say you're like, okay, I'm, I'm falling behind in click rate. So you click on click rate and it says, here's your cover photo. And it shows you your competitor cover photos. And you're like, oh, I have a bad cover photo. So you change your cover photo. We automatically detect that. And we show you what your metrics look like trending before and then trending after. So you can see, all right, when I changed my cover photo here, 
this was the impact of that. So then you can measure, is this a good change? Is this a bad change? And then you can, you can make your decisions based on that. So it's kind of that three-step process. Where am I going wrong? What should I do about it? And is it working or not? I love that. And uh, back when I was in retail many years ago, we used to have this thing like it's Kaizen, which is plan, do, repeat. Mm -hmm. and, and basically, you'd basically be able to see where you're going wrong based on some of the things that, that you, the evidence that pre presents to you. Now, what most of us are doing in our businesses is just we do, we do, we do, we do. We never uh, yeah. look back and review what the changes made a difference to the results, you know, like, whereas it's the most important step, right, is to see what you're doing now and then see what the effect is by what you've what you've done. And that's what I really love about that. That's that's really cool. One sure. of the things you picked up on earlier on was the the ranking metric is really tricky one. And I've I've seen this myself firsthand where sometimes I'm showing up on page 10 for say a house and that says for you know seven people that I'm on page 10, whereas actually I'm I'm targeting or say I'm on page one for 11 people, whereas actually I'd prefer to just be hosting five people, you know, with a dog or, or that. So, and that, that ranking, like you say, doesn't always tell you the full story. It's the rest of these metrics that you guys are showing, you guys are giving us, which is uh, telling more of the story. Yeah. And, and I think it's, it's really important. A lot of our customers have focused so much on ranking that they're actually doing a really good job. In fact, a lot of times we pull it open and we see like their first page impression rate or rank is really, really high. And then what we see is in the next step, their click rate is horrible. And it only takes one step to really lose all your guests if you're not performing on, on it well. And so getting, getting the, your pricing right, getting your right cover photo, getting all those things to make it your guest actually convert to a click is, is really important. Or some people are getting tons of clicks, but because they have one setting wrong in the actual detail page people are just bouncing right they, they just a setting they didn't even think about like for example i'll tell you and because you asked you know for some of the things that help and i, I want to go back to that and help you help your listeners know what what improves each of these steps but if you're ha having a problem with conversion rate it means people are clicking on you they're seeing the listing page but they're not then checking out right they're not booking and some of the factors that that drive that the most I would say, and I don't know if it's number one, but it's very, very high on there, is additional guest fees. So if you have, a lot of people do this where they're saying, okay, any guest over 10 is an additional 30 bucks, a, 30 bucks a night or something like that, right? That just crushes conversion rate, we've seen. People who have that, um, we've seen people quadruple their conversion rate just by taking that off and baking it into their, their overall nightly rate. Because what really happens is people, if they see that, they're either going to be dishonest about it and just drop, drop their guest count or they're going to um, just leave. And so we found that it's just, it just converts a lot better when you don't have those. Another thing that will drive your conversion rate, there's a setting in Airbnb called pre-booking message. It's in your instant book settings. And if you have it on, it generally drops your conversion rate by like half as well. So, and it could be simple. Like it basically, what it does is it requires the guest to, res to respond to something before they check out. And if, you, and if, it's, if it says something like, Tell us, tell me why you're coming. Tell me the average age. Tell me all these things. It is like an absolute blood type and you know, like all that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me your social security number. No. So it's like, it's just totally, it just kills people's conversion rate. Another thing that we've seen kill conversion rate is like big, like warnings, like yep. all caps warnings in the description. People look at that and even like good guests are like, oh, this guy looks a little harder to work with, you know? Yeah. And uh, so that one we don't, we don't recommend instant book. That'll double your conversion rate if you turn it on. 
um, and then professional photos. So if those five things, if you kind of got those right, generally, you're going to convert just fine. Yeah, I love what you're saying there. It's about the, the hosts, which I see are too worried. You know, sometimes you, there's hosts. And if you're one of the hosts living, uh, listening to this, don't do this, which is where pitch is brilliant, offering is brilliant, reviews are great. And as you click through, it just says, you must take your shoes off before you step foot in the house. And that's just like, who wants to read that as the first line? Nobody wants to read, <laughs> yeah. nobody wants to read the house rules is the, the main thing. You go in there to relax and enjoy. They'll still be good guests, but you just don't need to sort of plaster it everywhere. To be fair, if they are the guests who aren't going to follow the rules, it doesn't matter where you put them in the listing. They, they won't follow the rules. So um, Exactly. Exactly. And, and if you want to list rules and rules, do that after they book. Like let them know before they arrive that this is what's, you know, how it works. But uh, yeah, being too aggressive with it in the listing can really hurt your numbers. So Nice. Um, so you guys, as, as we said, uh, uh, relatively new, but what has been some of the uh, wow moments so far? And what has been the biggest challenge so far? Yeah, great, great question. I would say one of the wow moments that I still remember you know, using IntelliHost, before it was IntelliHost, it was just this internal tool. We were tracking data on our own properties and we launched a new property. And I don't know if this has happened to anyone else out there, but within the first three reviews, you get a nightmare guest and you get a one star. And like, you know, because Airbnb gives you three reviews before they show anything. And it was like the third review, they gave us a one star. They violated all Airbnb's policies in the review. So it ended up getting removed. Oh, that's good. However, that's good. what was really interesting was to watch the numbers because our, our first page impression rate, our ranking, our you know, percentage of time we were getting on first page was in like the 50, 60%. And then that one star review came in and the rate, the rate dropped to like 15%. Oh, it was awesome case study though. The, the it was immediate. Yeah, honestly, this, this, this example I'm telling you about was like the reason we started in telehouse because we could actually see the impact of it. And so it went to 15% and it, it stayed there and then we got it removed and it jumped right back up to where it was like immediately like 60 70%. I mean that that was that could have you know cut our cut our business in in fourth right like that, that the traffic immediately got pinched and we we realized at that point this is amazing. What we're tracking is truly truly incredible and and can help people a lot to understand what impact these reviews these changes that are having what 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 is it doing to their listing in terms of bottom line? I mean, that for me is is a proper like, you know, sort of the, the pin drop moment of, of going, oh, my God, actually, or the penny drop moment where that is like, I've got things which I go, oh, it doesn't matter too much. Uh, you know, like we've all had some bad reviews, yeah. you know, I'm a hospitality owner myself outside of Boosty. And the thing is, I probably you've got me now thinking I need to go back and look at that and actually go, how much is that in, in affecting my my short term rental business? But it's having the tool to be able to track that which is what I love about what was an internal tool and now is, is available to hosts listening. So that's amazing. And yeah. just uh, bringing it back around to what, what's been the biggest challenge? Oh man, for our business, I'd say the biggest challenge is just the fact that we, we have to collect all our data from Airbnb. So, you know, if they change something, like we have to, we have to pivot, you know, we have to keep adjusting and, and moving and we have to be very fast to, to respond to those things. And so, just operationally, it's it's challenging to make sure you're you're being nimble and and responding quickly so that your your customer experience isn't damaged from from that. So 
that's that's been a challenge, but it's it's part of the course. We knew it was coming when we started the business, but uh, it, was, it was worth doing. Quick break from the podcast to let you know that the two Boostly books that we brought out, the Book Direct Playbook and the Book Direct Blueprint, are two of the top rated and the best selling in the hospitality category on Amazon. For just two pounds, you can grab both of those books right now. The foundations and the structures that you need to put in place is in the blueprint. And then for 101 marketing tactics, that is in the playbook. So go and grab a copy on Amazon now. Just type in book direct playbook or the book direct blueprint and uh, we'll see you on either side. Uh, what are you most excited about in hospitality, whether or not that's in your short term rental business, in IntelliHost or in general? You know, what are you excited about at the moment? Yeah, I, I would say there's there's been such an enormous um I'd, I'd say it's it's already started, but I think there's it's got a long way to go still. And that is the, well, the, the, the customer expectation is growing really fast. Like just, just from when I started my first vacation rental in 2016, the, the demands and, the, and the, the need to, to grow as a hospitality business, not just an Airbnb, not, a, not as a passive real estate investment, but as a hospitality business, that's kind of where things are shifting. And I'm excited for two things. I'm excited for what I'm seeing, the creativity that's coming out of uh, managers and hosts in personalization. So they're really going out of their way to make things feel non-scalable. Like people show up and there's handwritten notes and there's all these these cool things. That's that's next level, right? That's really what people are loving and, and are giving leaving good reviews for. So figuring out how to scale non-scalable processes. I think that's one. And the other thing I'm excited about in hospitality is um, just the, I, I, what am I trying to say? I guess, I, I guess, I guess maybe it's just kind of summed up in that one, which is like focusing on, on the customer. I was kind of going to say that in a different way, but it really kind of just boils into one, which is like personalizing and, and, and scaling the, that experience for the customer. The other thing I'm seeing is um, when it comes to that experience, um, people are starting to theme and create unique experiences. So, you know, we created some unique experiences and we've seen people take our ideas and grow on those and, and build on those. And it's been really, really exciting to see as well. I mean, them experiences is, is one of the things why and how you can stand out in, in your area, isn't it? And, and help with, I imagine, some of those metrics that IntelliHost is, is, is converting. But also what you mentioned before there about being able to find personal touches is something that we talk about boostly. I mean, we're talking about making sure you're sending your previous guests Christmas cards, things that they just don't expect, those personal touches, because that's what years ago hospitality was like. And now it's returning back to that. By doing that, you're standing out so far compared to the competition that it really makes makes your place special. And just a quick tip on that for hospitality hosts who are listening. One of the things which uh, we've thanks to Mark Simpson, gave me advice a few years ago on this, which was create personalized welcome notes with the, we, we're based in Norfolk in the UK area where the broads are and outstanding beauty and stuff like that. We've got these, a local artist who had done these little cards, which we then can copy lots of. So we get these printed regularly. And each time the cleaner just writes, uh, because we've got the software, which says the name of the guests say it, stay in. So they'll just say, hi, Jeff. Hope you have an amazing time here and create some great memories. We're on hand if you need anything. And it's just a handwritten note where we've we put in a small kind of welcome gift sort of thing. And um, yeah, it just makes the difference because then people go, oh, thank you for the the cookies and the, you know, and the welcome note. And again, that's just something a bit different from 
the professionalized yeah. side of the industry, isn't it? Yeah. In fact, we ran a little bit of numbers on this, um, which I'm happy to share with with your listeners. But we we did an analysis on the correlation between the the listings that have uh, like professional managers and the review score. So we wanted to know, is there a difference between just George Schmo, who's listing his individual Airbnb, and is he more likely to get a five-star review than someone who has a professional like logo? And it was really interesting. We found um, a pretty significant increase in review score for those that are just, that look, at least look mom and pop. People seem to be uh, a lot more forgiving, a lot more, um, they just want that personalized experience. And at our company, we used to, you know, we had the, we had the logo, professional logo on there as the profile picture. We had these very professional messages that were automated that went to them. And we were just getting horrible reviews. We were getting just these crazy demanding guests. And we finally thought, you know what? I think the customer experience for them is looking too, too robotic, too corporate. And so we changed it. We, we put our, we put like my, my face on there as the profile picture. We made all the messages look like I actually wrote them. You know, like I said, like, Hey, Jill, how's your stay going so far? Like, it was just that. It wasn't like this long corporate jargon, blah, blah, blah. It was just really, really personal. And our reviews shot up. Um, we got far less complaints and, re- you know, demands for refunds, things like that. And I think it's just a testament to what people really want, which is that, oh, what you're talking about there. Uh, honestly, you inspire me saying that because this week, I kid you not, I actually changed to do a split test on, on my uh, Airbnb listing. I changed it from, there was a picture, uh, we've always had our logo, but beforehand that said Liam, you know, mm-hmm. as in on there. And I, I thought, you know what, let's just change it up because we're now at a stage where there's a lot of team members and people always go, oh, I'm speaking to Liam. And of course they're, they're speaking to my team members and, and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But the, uh, I thought, let's just change it to the name of the company instead. And as soon as I'd done it, I've got to be honest, I was just like, oh, I, I kind of know this isn't, isn't right, but I just want to test it out. And, uh, Sure enough, I I think my reviews haven't been quite as good for for about this past week, or at least that's that's the impression I've got. And you've inspired me straight after this. I'm changing it back. I'm just going <laughs> to go change it back, Jeff. So you've had a good effect from uh, this, this <laughs> hope, podcast. Yeah, I hope there's some some benefit there. But yeah, no, it's been it's been really interesting. Have you ever uh, read the book uh, Unreasonable Hospitality? No, I haven't, and I love. Uh, any recommendations for books? So I'm writing that down while we're on so it. So I'm, I'm going to be honest, I haven't read it. <laughs> yeah. But I was at a conference last week in Nashville and they they brought in the, the author of that book. Yeah. And it was phenomenal. Like his experience, he, he basically took this restaurant in New York, got it, uh, the four Michelin stars or whatever the top rating is, and then basically got awarded best restaurant in the world. Right. And he did it through his hospitality and the examples he gives and, and the, the, just the, the leadership principles he teaches and how to inspire this in his team and, and how he was able to go to a level that most of us haven't even scratched the surface of, I think is an inspiration for anybody in the hospitality business for sure. That is one that I'm definitely going to check out. And I'm sure people listening to this will will go and check out. Uh, he'll, he'll be going, why is there a sudden spike in my book? <laughs> yeah. thank, thank Jeff from IntelliHost. So, there you go. I haven't even read your book and I'm promoting it. That's awesome. That's awesome. So I know there's going to be lots of people who want to reach out to you guys and, and find out. So we're going to be sharing your, your details in just a second. But before we do, we'd just love to ask just hospitality fun-based question, which is, 
where's the place that you either go, which you absolutely love to travel to and why, or where is the place on the kind of the bucket list where, Hey, I want to go there and uh, experience that. Mm. So I feel I'm almost a little embarrassed to say this because it's kind of like, it's kind of like the quintessential, like for, for, for North Americans, it's kind of like, Oh, everybody goes there. It's not like that special, but my wife and I love to go to Cancun because there's just all that all inclusive resort is just, you'll never find a better deal on an all inclusive, uh, experience. And, um, my wife and I were actually, uh, planning some kind of like this just this week we were talking about how we want to go back but i just like to be able to go to a place that i don't i can pay once and i don't have to worry about forking out money after that like it's it's done it's all inclusive so i can go to the restaurant and order whatever i want and still have it in there maybe i'm just a cheapskate and that's what it that's what it speaks to uh but uh yeah i i really like can't care and i like all inclusive resorts and kind of that that beach vibe Nice, nice. And to be fair, that's, that's a great reason, isn't it? You don't, don't have to worry about, you know, sort of uh, expenditure and, and stuff. <laughs> Ultimately, these are some of the best places in the world. So great answer. And uh, for, for those in the UK, although as a few people who go there, this, you know, I'm going to go in now and suggest it to the other half and she'll be like, yeah, I'd be up for that. So <laughs> there you go. Um, so I'm going to throw the mic open, Jeff. This has been so much fun, by the way. I've really enjoyed this. Please introduce uh, us how we can find out more about IntelliHost. You can find us online, IntelliHost.co. That's I-N-T-E-L-L-I-H-O-S-T.co. Um, you can email me directly, Jeff, J-E-F-F, at IntelliHost.co as well. So also, uh, for those of you that want like free content, we do a lot of studies uh, that we release. So we, 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 we're always trying to figure out what's working. On Airbnb, what what can you do to actually drive your metrics? So we we do aggregated studies. We take all this data and we publish it on our Instagram channel. Uh, you can you can find us on IntelliHost.co or uh, our YouTube channel as well. It's, it's called the Data Nerds at IntelliHost.co. So yeah, you can find us there. And those uh, links will be shared in the show notes as well. So if you listen to this on the podcast, you can go in and see them there or on YouTube. However, you're consuming this concept uh, content. So. Jeff, this leaves us with a final question, which is, is there a motto or mantra which has really resonated and helped you along your journey? Yes. So I'm a data nerd, obviously, so this is a bit biased, but my favorite quote of all time is, in God we trust, all others must bring data. And that's a quote. It's a quote by W. Edwards Deming, uh, data, data analyst and data measurement. But um, yeah, that's, that's my motto. Show me data and I'll trust it. <laughs> and how fitting as well, because it is all about data, which which is yeah. awesome. And you're going to have lots of people reach out to you, not only just for um, the, the the story that you shared of of your journey into how IntelliHost has, has been created, but also with the cool product you've created, because if it's helped you, it can help many others. And now I completely understand why you guys are all over the social media groups with, <laughs> with being recommended. So Jeff, thank you so much for coming along today. Thank you too for listening to this on the Boostly podcast. We know there's lots of places you can put your attention. Really thank you for putting it with us. If there's somebody else you know who could get uh, value from this podcast, please do share it with them. And if you want to continue the conversation, you can come along to the Hospitality Facebook community. So it is the Hospitality community on Facebook even. And uh, you can uh, put a post in there. It's free community to join. And uh, we'd love to talk to you about anything mentioned in today's show. Thank you, Jeff, for being here. And we'll see you again in the future. Thanks for having me, Liam.